Welcome to the 11th edition of Cramps and Cinema on the Editorial Podcast. I'm Nikki. And this is Chris, and we are super excited to be bringing you an in-depth look at some PMS-worthy movies. So grab some ice cream, a heating pad, and some Advil, and join us for some movies and menstruation. This month, we're watching the 2003 rom-com How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. The movie follows Andy, a star magazine writer who has dreams of becoming a real journalist, played by Kate Hudson, and Benjamin, Ben, as he's referred to in the movie, a hotshot advertiser and marketing guy, played by Matthew McConaughey. Andy sees her pal fail consistently on dates uh, and decides to write a piece about the mistakes women make while dating and all the mistakes that men are scared of. So uh, Benjamin takes a bet that he can make any woman fall in love with him in 10 days in order to win a big account. And the stars align when the two meet, both trying to outplay the other. But things get complicated when sparks fly. Will Andy lose Ben? Will Ben win Andy? At what cost? And will their love fern survive? Chris, I know you detest this movie. Oh my god, I hate it every second of watching this. It's never been on my list of favorite rom-coms ever. And then it was like, I had to re-watch it and I was just, oh my god, Nikki, I'm not gonna lie, I skipped through so much of this movie. Like, my finger was on, like, the, 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 the time thing like it was on the button i was just dragging through it was like oh my god make it stop (laughs) it's just a lot goodness it was a lot but don't get me wrong trust me we got notes we got notes guys she's got she's got back to back four pages here (laughs) i got i got notes i got notes like always chris is so prepared i was i'm always afraid watching these movies that i'm gonna miss something so i always like frantically write down these uh these notes because like I want to talk about things in depth so Nikki tell me tell me what you thought about this movie because I feel like I'm just gonna ruin this for everyone uh much like a la Notting Hill so like let's let's hear what you have to say about this right as we all know Chris is not really a fan of the rom-com genre <laughs> uh, uh so I like th- I like this movie, but it's not one of the ones that I would like actively go and be like, oh yeah, I want to rewatch this movie today. Like as I yeah. mentioned in a previous episode, my sister told me that I have like a psychological problem of needing to rewatch things because I have high anxiety about not knowing the outcome. So I rewatch things that I already know the ending to. It's I just do the a, same another thing. form of like, you know, being high strung on anxiety. So <laughs> I, I've i rewatched a lot of rom-coms this year uh, and last year during COVID, but I can't say that I rewatched How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. So that just goes to show that it's not one of my top movies that I, I would rewatch. I mean, I even rewatched The Switch with Jennifer Aniston and, and Jason, um, Jason Bateman. Jason Jason, Jason, Jason Bateman, Bateman also works, I guess, fishing. Bait. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, so I even rewatched that, and uh, and and Matthew McConaughey is way hotter than Jason Bateman. No, so there, you know, uh, no, he's hot. Why does he's he look hot. like he got his perm wet? Because the wet hair is 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 the style. No, was the style. No, no. No. Okay, well that's just you. I'm sure a lot of people out there agree with you agree with me that Matthew McConaughey is a smooth operator. I don't know, man. There's just something grimy about him. I'm like, Meh. No, <laughs> you look like you try to sell me your cousin's like venison meat that he's been curing for five months in its back shed. Like, I don't know. There's just something about him. I'd buy it. Oh I my mean, god, Nikki. <laughs> If he comes to me with that smooth voice and go like, you know, like he'd be like, "Hey there, how's it, I how's think it, going? it looks like you need some deer meat." You know, my cousin Buzz, he's been he's been, you know, drying it in his shed for the last seven months. It's got a real gamey natural flavor. I think I should unload like seven crates on you. You know what I mean? All right. What the? He does not sound like that. That's pretty much what he sounds like. 
No, it's not. That's not even close to what he well, sounds like. Anyways, let's move past this. Okay, I know you don't like him. <laughs> I know you don't like him. I can't even begin to win this argument. Chris, let's move on to just the just the plot of the movie. Oh okay? god. <sighs> what do you think as a as a comedy writer, you know? What what do you think about the plot in general? God, I it, it it's literally just another take on uh uh she's all that. You know, there's a bet involved uh on both sides this time, right? Uh yeah. so you you know, you get a little bit of duplicity there. Um but pretty much it's again, that's why I really wanted you to watch She's All That cuz I'm like that's pretty much like textbook of every movie you will see from here on out. Mm-hmm. Um, every movie that came out sort of after 2000 has some element of that in it. Um, I guess we can start it right at the beginning. So we meet Andy. Andy's played by Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson is the other white woman that's not Gwyneth Paltrow. Jesus. She, uh, <laughs> am I wrong? Um She's like There's Gwyneth many Paltrow. a white woman. Oh, you know what? She's like Gwyneth Paltrow if you bought Gwyneth Paltrow at Target. Oh my god, that's mean. No, it's true. That's She's mean. like the accessible version of like bougie white woman, you know? Whereas Gwyneth Paltrow is selling diamond encrusted back massagers like Kate Hudson. I'm not going to lie. I just forgot which one was which for a second. Kate Hudson uh has fabletics exactly (laughs) is selling like athletic wear and i'm like you know what you seem like someone i could actually go and get a coffee with so i'm like you're like you're like the target version of of gwyneth paltrow you know what i mean i okay i kind of see i kind of see where you're going with that because i did talk to mr pharmacist the other day because we rewatched uh iron man um, because it's my favorite movie of all time. And then I was like, hey, do you know that, like, I heard Gwyneth Paltrow is, like, all natural and, like, whatever. And, like, she doesn't wear deodorant or some shit like that. And, like, so she's really stinky. And he's like, I'm dead. I can kind of see that. And I was like, yeah, man. She looks like she would be stinky. But, like, a natural musk stinky, not like a, you know, deodorant. Like, she just won't wear deodorant. But it's not, like, body odor smell. It just smells like white woman i don't know i don't know so <laughs> so like uh and then I, and then i was like you know she's like fucking famous for like goop magazine or the fucking ever she yeah. has right? and he's like what the hell is that i'm like it's a magazine where they sell you useless shit that's like super expensive like a vaginal steamer exactly like, fuck? i'm like yeah that's yeah. what i mean i was like she is the target version of gwyneth paltrow okay. you know yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's for the masses. Uh, yes. Okay. It's for the Sorry. Masses. Sorry. So yes, we meet Andy. She's like writing this like really politically charged piece on some Middle Eastern country, and she's like, "I'm gonna pitch this at my high fashion magazine." I'm like, "Girl, what?" Like, I don't even work in high fashion. I'm like, girl, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, what is the magazine called again? It wasn't Cosmopolitan. Composure. It's a, composure. It's a, <laughs> it was a riff on uh, Cosmopolitan, right? Exactly. Um, so she's like, she's also got like this cool girl thing going on. She's like, you know, doesn't really care until she gets like NBA finals tickets. I'm like, cool. You like sports. I don't know if that's meant to make you different, but Okay. Yeah, she's uh, like a she's like a guy's girl, you know. I'm like I could talk baseball all day, but I'm like, come on, I don't wear that on my sleeve. Let's let's be real here. Anyways, <laughs> um, she has like a very like Nikki Chris relationship with some of her coworkers. It's like the banter is very on point. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, can we talk about the introduction when we meet Ben? Matthew McConaughey's character, because I don't understand that scene. So he's literally on his motorcycle. He's, mm-hmm. like, looking at traffic. There's traffic everywhere. It's New York. Um, 
there's like cars everywhere. There's like people just like, I don't know, eating a sandwich in their car for some dumb reason, just like reading the newspaper. I'm like, okay, great. We get it. New York. And he just Mm -hmm. like doesn't even weave in and out with his motorcycle. It's just like he kind of like goes a little bit further and then he's clear. He's at work. And I was like, what was this scene for? He doesn't do anything impressive with his magic of movies. (laughs) I was like, I don't understand what character building this was supposed to offer us for our first interaction with him. I was like, was our first interaction with him meant to be that he has a motorcycle? Because all he did was ride it like as... Oh, and the best timing of that is his coworker... Ah, what are they called? There's something in green. Whatever those two women are called. The ones who start the bet. Anyways... Uh, they both have the same name, the Laurens, the Lauras, whatever it is. Um, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't, I, re- I don't remember. remember the names. I was like the two of them. You know what I mean? The 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 other two partners. Um, they like the one woman who is holding the composure magazine. Oh, ju- walks. the Judies. The Judies. That's it. Um, the one Judy pretty much walks across the street and ends up there in the same time that he rode his motorcycle to get I honestly there. think... I was like, what? <laughs> the initial scene was just to introduce the fact that he does ride a motorcycle because that comes into play when they first meet at that bar and then he takes her to dinner and then he's like, oh, no, sweetie, not that one, but this one. And then she has to put on the helmet and sit on the back of his motorcycle. So I think that the reasoning was so that it shows that he's a guy. See, here's the thing. He doesn't have a car. He has a motorcycle. Why? Because it only has one seat. You never ask a guy for like you never ask a guy who only has a motorcycle for a ride. Right. So he's yeah. like one of those. He's one of those like Casanova like. I'm a bird with no feet, so I don't land. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm a. I fly everywhere. I have no strings I'm attached. A bird with no feet. I like how you're laughing so much at that because there's actually it's actually a Chinese like proverb. It's a Chinese <laughs> saying. Like you're you're a bird with no feet, so you don't land. You just keep flying, right? So I'm like, just got imagining no an amputated pigeon in my head because I. Oh God, no. no, no, no! <laughs> you're only one step away from like picturing the the horrendous image of chickens that are not free range and they like break their legs and their beaks and they like shove them into like cages you yeah know? so they That's get sad. fat and delicious chris stop okay stop <laughs> talking about talking about not eating meat i totally forgot about the scene where she's like i only wish that i ate meat and he's serving her a rack of lamb and i'm like and it's oh, like his specialty like this is what he does I to know. impress women and she's like, Mary had a little lamb. I'm, like, I'm oh, not gonna me. lie. I'm I'm literally looking at my notes and I wrote, Oh no, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> there were so many golden moments with just how like ridiculous she was acting. Like the whole like food like fork full of food in face. At the re- at this like what looks like a hippy dippy vegan restaurant, and oh it goes like my, my boyfriend God. thinks I'm fat, and I'm like, dude, this is me. This was me just last month. Like, no, oh my God, stop, <laughs> Nikki. <laughs> it was. I was like, yo, Mister Pharmacist thinks I'm fat. Like, he thinks I'm 25 percent overweight. Like, this is not cool. I like never want to get naked in front of him again. Like, we're not going to the gym anymore. Like, I gotta wear long sleeves even though it's summertime. Yo, that's it's just in me in, in life. I was like, yo, I'm just gonna wear a I'm just gonna wear a burlap sack everywhere, you know? Just shapeless burlap yeah. sack. Cause who cares? <laughs> Why am I trying now? As I say, as I'm sitting next to my bike. Okay, we're getting back on track. Um <laughs> No, I it's it, it was it was int- I it, it was an interesting dynamic. Okay, first off, let's talk about Katherine Hahn. 
um, who I love. Catherine Hahn is like, she she always understands the assignment. You know what I mean? She's the one who plays Michelle. And like, she's just like crying in bed. And they go to save her. And I'm like, girl, like, if that ain't been us at one point or another, like, God bless you. Um, Mm -hmm. But then she goes crying over a guy after a week and a half. And then she like, oh, she told as they're walking into the building and they're discussing everything that went wrong. And she's like, well, I told him, I told him that I loved him. It was just how I felt. I was like, oh my God, girl, I'm dead. Like it's been a week and a half. What are you doing? Yeah. And she like called him like 21 times and like hung up and didn't leave a voicemail. Like that's super normal. Oh my God. I was like, God bless her. Like she's so funny. Um, And then like, this is how she ends up getting this this article is she's now doing it because of michelle um Mm -hmm. so now she's got to write this article about how to lose a guy in 10 days great and now we have these two like leggy women talking to ben about diamonds okay let's backtrack for two seconds here the meeting where they had at at the office at the magazine office talking about upcoming articles on what they're going to write. I don't know if you noticed, but the first thing that was said in the meeting was, okay, ladies, shoes off. I'm like, excuse me? Oh, who the first fuck? off. Like, Oh, Nikki, what? that's startup land. That's so startup land. We used to have KPI Yoga Wednesdays. What? Yeah, we would stretch and talk about KPIs. Disgusting. That's why when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not down. I'm, I am not down, especially if you're in New York and a lot of people don't drive in New York and you take like public transit. I am not taking my shoes off after, after you know, you might be like just straight up Gwyneth Paltrow's armpit on your feet. <laughs> like I'm not okay with all these white women like in just barefooted because you and I know those bitches also don't take their shoes off when they're in the house. So there's no breathing, like, for the feet. Like, it's just, there's might be moldy at this point, which is disgusting. I am not, that's one thing I'm not okay with. And then the second thing is, I don't know how I felt about um, whatever her face was that was the leader of the magazine. Oh, yeah, the, 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 oh, my God, the Anna Wintour knockoff. Yeah, because um, the thing is, she was wearing a pretty much a Chinese dress. Her name's Lana. Lana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? She's wearing a, a traditional Chinese dress. Cultural appropriation. And then there was an Asian girl also in that meeting, and she had chopsticks in her hair. And I'm just yeah. like, mm, am this I was okay also with like this? peak early 2000s fashion, though. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. I'm a little bit iffy on that. Like I feel like everybody <sighs> saw Romeo Must Die and everyone was like, oh my god, we have to we have to appropriate this culture as much as possible. Saw what? Romeo Must Die with DMX Romeo and Aaliyah and Jet Li. No, I don't know that one. Oh my god. I would have I no, we have to watch that at some point. It's not great, but it's like iconic. I don't know that movie, but it sounds a lot like that other movie, John Tucker Must Die. I saw that one. No. <laughs> no. Totally different concepts. Very different okay. concepts. <laughs> um, Everybody saw Jet Li in that movie and was like, yo, we have to be Jet Li. Oh, okay. No, I, I never watched <laughs> that movie. But anyways, uh, going back to this thing. Yeah, so... The f- like, I mean, I have like the outfits. Just addressing this for a quick moment, the outfits in this movie were decent, minus the cultural appropriation. Which, I mean, everybody was appropriating everything uh, in the two thousands. I think. Yes. So, I don't like just watching it now. It just it just da- it's a dated movie. I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, everything in this era. This was like peak early 2000s like this is what this was and it was like everything that came out in that era was all very similar so the fashion all of that it it all pretty much looks the same yeah you know it's all low-rise jeans and teased hair it's not great 
and like handkerchiefs and like the Burberry, the Burberry print. Everywhere. Oh my god, the Burberry oh god, the on the Burberry. Dog. Oh my god, that uh, dog. Uh, um, we're not there yet. That dog we're is not there yet. horrendous. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, yeah, they meet at the bar. Like the bet has been set. Ben has to like make a girl fall in love with him. Uh, Andy has to find a guy to like ruin his life. Also, when she says that at the end of the date, like I killed myself laughing. Oh, like I'm I'm gonna make you're gonna wish you died. You're, you're like, gonna wish you're dead. I'm gonna make you wish you were dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then oh, here man. Matthew McConaughey's like hook, line, and sinker. Exactly. I was like, oh my god. Let's go back to the meeting room because Andy listening to the other pitches and rolling her eyes the entire time is me on any conference call. I felt that energy. I was like, yes, yes. Just like (laughs) so much eye roll, so much. This could have been an email energy. I'm like, yes, I'm here for it. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. the, The restaurant that they meet at was packed with so many people. I'm still in COVID brain, so I got so anxious. I'm like, why are there so many people in here? <gasps> same, and why is no same. one wearing a mask? <laughs> um, yeah, it was really funny. Uh, the bit with the helmet, she gets in the back of the bike. Great. They go and eat at a seafood restaurant. I love that. I love that so much. I, Give me some boiled Yes, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> on a plate. And I am happy. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. Thank you for reminding me. Yes. Uh, I am not okay. I, am, I, I I eat seafood. I love seafood. But I am not okay to eat with my hands on a first date. Like, excuse me. Like, no. Uh, do you see this, like, satin blouse or this, like, you know, silk skirt that I'm wearing? Like, it's not okay. Like, oh <laughs> I my am God. not going to eat with my hands. I just, I can't, like, there's just something about, like, I don't know, like, especially if, like, they're trying to be cute, and, like, if they feed you with their bare hands, no, I'm just like, no, but no, where no. has they been? Exactly. <laughs> First off, no, 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 no. Eat what's on your plate. I'm eating on mine. Like, no, I don't want cross-contamination, but, like, I will get elbow deep in a in, in some sea bugs. Like, put them in front of me. I want, I, I, I. I will take I will take apart that lobster with my bare hands. I have zero qualms about it. So not ladylike on a first date, Chris. Who am I impressing? Who am I impressing? The guy who you just met at a bar, which also issue with that. Would you go with a guy to dinner that you met at a bar? See, here I am in like like what is this 21st century brain where i'm like <laughs> if i don't at least know your age i've seen at least five photos and know your favorite movie because you listed it in your bio and tinder i don't want to eat with you because you might be a serial killer like at least i want to know like at least i would want to have an initial conversation with you on a dating app before we go anywhere in person like this is <laughs> is this like the new reality like was this what it was like people just go to bars back in the day and it's like hey what was good and then they're like yeah it's good and then they go out like <laughs> you know what the fuck in my head i'm just like we would have had at least like a couple of days conversation via the dating app before i even give you my real phone number okay you don't know my last name until the end of the date when we meet in person very fair Come on. That's super fair. And I guess it's just like, freaky. They kind of knew each other, like, based on what they were doing. You know what I mean? It was like, he said, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, oh, you work at Composure, the fastest growing, blah, 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 blah. And then it was like, oh, well, you work at this. So I guess it's like, you know, it's advertising but and that writing. sounded exactly like a, a dating app conversation. Like, what's your name? Andy Anderson. Oh, my name's Benjamin whatever. Benjamin Button or whatever the fuck his last name is. It's supposed to be as well. Like, I just thought that that was also very cheeky of the writers to, like, have their first and last initial be exactly the same for both the main is characters. Is it really? I was like, oh, yeah, it is. And so I was like, oh, you're trying to be cheeky there. Okay, okay. 
Um, but then you have like, you have just like the weirdest in-person conversation when it, it sounds like it could be on a dating app. Yeah, well, remember, d- dating apps didn't actually exist then in the capacity that they exist now. You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't Tinder. Benjamin Barry. Benjamin Barry. I just looked it up, too. I was like, wait, hold on. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I thought it was super cheeky. I was I was like, oh, snap. Uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because, like, yeah, Tinder didn't exist in that capacity then. What did they have? eHarmony, maybe? When did that start? Christian Mingle, for sure. That was since the dawn of Christ. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Well, I mean, like, in some capacity or whatnot, <laughs> like, you know, you in those cults, you only sleep with each other. So really. I mean, you're not wrong, I guess. <laughs> One guy fathered many, many children in those cults, so... Yeah. Oh, do you? I, I think like speaking of cult. Sorry. Sidebar. I I was watching some random thing that was like there's some place deep in like the south of America where the the uh, incest was so bad that they actually like there was a whole generation of just really fucked up people and they were so fucked up that their skin was blue. Like it was just like a family of blue people because this they just a family all of with Smurfs. each other, bro. That shit's like <laughs> scary. That is like if you if you went online if you like had a Sims game and like like you know the newer ones where you could actually like adjust their facial features and you just hit the random button, it would look like that. Like for all these people, like sorry to say, they're very deformed. I mean, yeah. I'm surprised, like, the royal family didn't have that to a certain extent. They kind of did. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. They're just so not in public that you wouldn't know if they're fucked up. Oh, my God. Anyways. (laughs) Yes, so they go back to to Ben's place, and he puts on Nelly, of all things. (gasps) Dude. It's getting hot in here. I was like, no, I have not heard that song in age secondhand embarrassment i skipped through so much of that i loved it i thought it was hilarious but then he then turns on like what is it marvin Gaye or whatever whatever was it marvin Gaye? yeah i was like he's like this is not a one night stand he's it's like it's a marathon i'm like dude it's not a marathon and then the friend corrects him and it's like dude 10 days is not a marathon and he's like oh yeah it's like a 300 300 mile hurdle or something i know i was like whatever let's also keep in mind that this is 10 days like this doesn't happen over the course of a month it happens over 10 days 10 days i would have i would have just like called it off if i was if i was ben a second day in i'd be like this bitch is nuts i just gonna like cut my losses now and find someone else like i can't it's insane. It's so dumb. And then it was like, okay, so she leaves her purse at, at at his place. There's tickets in it. He says this thing like, the purse is the secret source of power. Like, dark and powerful things that, you know, the male species should know nothing about. It's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get out of here. But it's like, it's funny because he finds the tickets because she has tickets to the NBA Finals. So we know that they're going to the game now. The Knicks game, yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's really funny because there's this dichotomy because Andy's sitting around with her girls listening to this phone call and Ben's sitting with his guys listening to this phone call. Yes. So it's like they're watching yes. this. They end up going to the game. Andy at... Okay, first off, I need you to understand this. Andy at that game was me... At any Jays game. Like, I am embarrassingly loud and I will pick a fight with anybody. Like, I was like, I'm here for this energy. I get this. Uh, I'm here for it. Uh, But, like, Ben's, like, on the hook now, right? Like, he's now invested. Like, he's going to this game. It's fine. They have the kiss cam. Sixpence and on the Richard plays that song. Guys, this is, like. Not to she's all that. This is the song. I was just telling Chris before we hit record. I'm like, if by chance I ever do get hitched, she has to play that song at my wedding. And I said I was going to get an Adam Sandler impersonator to dress up like Robbie from the wedding singer. 
and perform that song for you. It'd be so mecca. <laughs> <laughs> Just every... It's literally going to be the best. Every sort of like analogy I could have rolled into one. There it is. Yes. That's going to be my speech. Make sure <laughs> Make sure that he also has a goat with him just to be a reminder of the chupacabra. Like it has to just be there. Just a goat off the side. Chupi capybara. I'm going to dress up a capybara. Chupi <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's still my favorite oh, thing. Lord. If I ever started sports team, I'm going to call them the Chupi Capybaras. <laughs> It'll just be very short people that like all look like they would rather give you a hug than tackle you. I know. <laughs> but we'll still sacrifice a goat and drink its blood if they had to. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. That will be our like warrior call. Like we would slice the goat's throat first rub its blood all over our face and then yell at each other and then go on the field. Yeah, exactly. It'd be like Braveheart, except very sad and upsetting for those who are watching it. Yeah. <laughs> and traumatizing. Yes. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. Well, uh, on that note of drinking blood, uh, going to the, when Andy asked for that soda, ugh, oh my God. She asked for the soda. She gets the soda. The old man who was, like, behind the counter. God bless him. <laughs> Kills me. God Kills bless me. him. I was laughing so hard. And then, oh, my God. It's, like, they go home. They, like, go their separate ways. She gets in the cab. She goes away after, like, making him miss the end of the game. Uh, yeah. Which was so bad. I was so upset for him. And then... She calls him the next day in the most irritating voice I had ever heard in my entire life. It was like, what are you doing? Why are you ben, doing this? Boo, 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 boo. I'm oh like, my dude. God. And it's calling his work, not his cell phone, calling his work. work office when he's in the middle of a meeting. And the fact that he has the balls to say, I miss you back on the phone in front of everybody. Well, remember, like, I think Yo. he does that because he's he's trying to convey that he's winning this bet, right? So he's like... Yeah, because the Judys were there. Exactly, yeah. right? And like the boss is like, okay, fine, I guess. But like, <laughs> what made me more irritated is like, you're calling him at work. He says, well, I'm in the middle of something. Can I call you back? And she proceeds... With the conversation. I'm like, girl, if that were me, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'll call you later and hang up. Like, that's it. At least you have, <laughs> no, you and me are the same. I would be like, when you tell me, hey, like, this is not a good time. I wouldn't even say, I would just say, okay, and then hang up. Like, I wouldn't even say, okay, yeah, I'll call you back later. I'm like, that's too many words. <laughs> I'll just say, uh-huh, okay, and then I'll just hang up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's common courtesy. Like, why are you still talking? So she does this. They plan to go to a chick flick marathon where they're- Well, she said, any movie that I want, and he's like, yes. Yes, and if you look at the marquee, it literally says chick flick marathon. Chick, f yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They're watching Sleepless in Seattle. They're walking, watching a bunch of other ones, but that's the movie that they're at is Sleepless in Seattle. The minute I see Tom Hanks, I'm like, oh, no. She's like, I always wish I had a man like Tom Hanks. <laughs> and then I'm like, in uh... the middle of the movie, what are you thinking? I'm like, girl. I understand that you're trying to be a little bit psycho, but don't talk during the movie. Don't do that. No one likes that. What are you doing? I know, but isn't it crazy? Because the thing is, everything that she's doing is an exaggeration of what girls, quote unquote, normally do and like subconsciously do it because I do that shit. Like me and Mr. Pharmacist will be watching a movie and I'd ask questions and he's like, Nikki, I'm watching it at the same time you are. So I don't have the answers when you want to ask these questions. And I'm like, right. But it's just a thing. It's like a subconscious thing. It comes out. But she's just playing it like, you know, up like three notches. Oh, my God. And goes – who is she? You can't be watching like the whatever that actress was and not be thinking of another woman. Like <laughs> I literally wrote, I wrote, I, I don't know if you can see it, but it said, where is it? 
Oh, I was like, so cringe. So cringe. <laughs> Underline cringe. So cringe. I was so upset. I was like, I hate all of this. I'm like, you're having this conversation with him in the middle of a movie. He's doing his best to defuse it. Everyone around you is getting upset. And now it's like you're instigating him in a fight. Like, there's crazy and then there's psychopathic. What are you doing here? Like, this this is insane. Mm-hmm. It's a very thin line between crazy and psycho. Like I told you, from the get-go, we're all fucking crazy. But just you need to know how to hone in the crazy and let it out bit by bit so you train them to think that your crazy is normal. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. <laughs> this was just absolutely insane. And this is just like level three. Like we go up from here. Now remember, this is only the third day. This is yeah. just the third day and she's pulling this out. And now Matthew McConaughey has to fight this big guy who just wants to cry during Sleepless in Seattle and then gets decked in the face. There was no warning. It was just a, a sucker punch to the face. He goes down and she's like, oh, my God. Like you could see at some points, like I was telling Chris before we hit record, there maybe, maybe Andy's character is exaggerating like so much so because then when she has genuine feelings, it kind of shines through and you see that like, subtle just oh she actually feels something genuine and that is more obvious when she's not being absolutely insane yeah yeah definitely because there are little moments where she is real but and then she puts on that ridiculous voice and then it's like all hell breaks loose and like it comes Mm -hmm. up again like she has this very real conversation with her girls as they're like talking about lunch and she's like eating this giant sandwich. By the way, that yeah, moment, yeah. that is me. I'm like just shoving it wholly in my face. <laughs> um, and then Lana comes around and is like, don't eat like that on the date. I was like, wow. Yeah. I was like, excuse you. And then Matthew McConaughey, this is that whole point where he decides to invite her over for dinner. And like, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, I'm going to bring out the big guns. I'm going to cook the lamb. Like, this beautiful rack of lamb. He has, like, this wonderful Nike and planned. And then she comes over with, like, a box of nonsense, including that stupid fern. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, just leaves everything all over the house. Like, I wrote, all of this is so cringe. I may have skipped through this whole thing. Like, the vegetarian thing. And then uh, the the... I don't even know what that said. I think I just angrily scribbled that down. Oh, the shenanigans at the vegan spot. Uh, This is like the home alone for romances is what. (laughs) (laughs) It's like if home alone was a rom-com, this would be it. It was quite cringe. And I think the moment that I felt very, like I felt almost the same level as you, which would be the moment where, the day, the day where he comes back home with the ridiculously looking dog that oh looks like a rat. God. Uh, puts him on the kitchen counter. First <laughs> off, why would you put the dog on the kitchen counter? That's literally disgusting. Yeah. Because you know it pees everywhere. Secondly, he hits the answer machine and there's 17 like voicemails all from her. One from a buddy saying that they're having, you know, game night. And then – and then she's like, I did something crazy. Like, I went to work and I used Photoshop and I made a family album of what our kids are going to look like. And it's and then she day does this re- six. She does this yeah. on day <laughs> six, Nikki. The sixth day. It's not even been a week. <laughs> have you, like, I don't get it. Like, dude. Ben would have, I would have, like, changed my name to, like, Charlie Chaplin, like, the next letter (laughs) over, and, like, skip town and, like, never reply back to this woman. I would have just, like, vamoosed out of there. But she goes and cries, and it's, like, the most, uh, like, not convincing cry ever. Oh, my God. He goes and looks at these pictures, 
And then the next scene where he's in the bathroom washing his face with the pink towel, noticing the pink toothbrush, which is sexist, by the way. My toothbrushes are all green. And then <laughs> going in and looking at the medicine cabinet and seeing Vagisil. I'm like, okay, this is all fake. Nobody keeps Vagisil like there. Like you don't use Vagisil on the daily. Okay? No. And then what? like just like tampons and whatever behind the med- like, behind his window sorry window his mirror. mirror cabinet in the in the bathroom and he goes and yells no 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 and she's just sitting on the bed with the ugly dog just laughing i'm like this bitch is psycho and just before that she gets off the phone with his mom oh right oh <gasps> my god i'm like girl it's the sixth day what are you doing that's yeah it's actually kind of scary <laughs> oh my god and then she somehow was like oh, well, you know, like, what are you doing? He's, like, trying to get out of it. He's like, oh, well, you know, like, I'm working. I got to work tonight. And she's like, no, I've got tickets. I've got tickets. They're going to be better than before. Oh, my God. And then they come out of Celine Dion. Yes. Oh, my God. I was so upset for him. I was so mad for him. (laughs) I would have loved Celine Dion concert. No. Uh, No. Yes, no. Michael Bublé first, and then Celine Dion. Oh God, no, no, no! Celine Dion gives me a migraine. <laughs> She's just loud. I wish I went to a Celine Dion concert. I've never been, and yet I've been to a Bare Naked Ladies concert. So, um, because Bare Naked Ladies is wonderful. <laughs> I went because I think I volunteered for something and then it was like a free show for all the people who volunteered for the Olympics. That's what I it was. I love that. Is there anything more Canadian than listening to bare naked ladies after volunteering for the Canadian Olympics? Like, come on. Like, if that isn't just, you know, I know. a Timmy's Double Double and a pint of maple syrup, I don't know what is. <laughs> If you sliced my jugular, maple syrup would have come out. That would have been – that was my peak Canadian moment where I went home and I was like, Mom, Dad, I finally – I finally am Canadian. <laughs> you were like, you know what? This should be how they uh, they grant citizenship. Like, forget the rest of the ceremony. Like, just have the bare naked ladies perform. <laughs> Yeah, you have to also sing a Celine song, a Celine Dion song, and then you also have to shoot a hawk, uh, ice hockey puck in the net successfully, and chug a Molson Canadian like in a second. I would have my citizenship revoked. <laughs> <laughs> They'd ship me back to China. They'd deport me. <laughs> they would deport you. Yeah, they would be like, sayonara, suckers, and then just, like, ship my entire family back to China. Oh, my God, stop. (laughs) I'm still waiting for my ancestors' DNA tests. I'm like, we'll find out where they would ship me back to. (laughs) (laughs) See, there's no definite answer for you, but there's a definite answer for us because if you slingshot our family like towards asia like it will land in china somewhere i mean like the probability of us landing in china and or russia is like quite even so like we could just walk across the border if we landed in russia but you can't you can't really miss like it's majority just china oh my god like what like what are the chances we would land in japan or like in the ocean quite like one wrong, very small percentage listen the wind man the wind is strong <laughs> what is this golf <laughs> <laughs> just like lick your finger and stick it up in the air and be like yep it's going to the west by 32 knots <laughs> well while we're i mean that's probability and speaking of probability games night oh god oh my god she was like the stepford wife from hell oh <laughs> my god God, I brought snacks! And they're like cucumber sandwiches. I was like, was this afternoon tea? Like... With the queen? Pinky's out. Oh my god. She... And then she has the freak out over the fern. The fern is almost dead. She's like, it's a representation of our love. Would you just let this die? I'm like, girl, it's been six days. It has been six 
days. What are you doing? It's your fault for bringing the damn thing over because did you not notice the first couple of times? Like, this dude got no sunlight in his apartment. Well, besides that even, I mean, like, it's also six days. Like, ain't nobody getting into plant parenthood with anyone else. What are you doing? It's six days. (laughs) In her mind, they already have children, Chris. Very fair. Very fair. I mean, and, and the thing is, is like, she almost wins there. Andy's almost like, okay, I did it. I did it in six days. I almost broke, like, I broke up with him. I did it. I drove him away. He chases her back. Oh, my God. And then, like, the look on her face as she walks away is just golden. Just so frustrated. As he suggests (laughs) couples therapy for six days. Six days. Oh, genius. Genius. When she gets her friend to play the therapist. Michelle, yes. Yo. (laughs) Michelle is a G. Those glasses, oh my god, perfect. Everything about her aesthetic in that, I'm not going to lie, is everything I aspire to be. I was like, yes. To be a a fake shaman? (laughs) Yes, I was like, yes, this whole aesthetic is just for me. I love it. The glasses, the sweater, I'm here for it. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. My lord. So all of a sudden, Andy now gets roped into having to go to Staten Island to see his family for the weekend. Can we just talk about this plot hole? Because I talked about this earlier before we hit record. He sounds like he's from Texas. His family sounds like they're from Texas, but his childhood home is in Staten Island. I don't think they sound like they're from Texas. I think that they have an accent, but well, it's got that's a little just bit Matthew of a McConaughey's draw. accent. Really? She's got oh, a wee yeah. bit of a draw. When she goes, when she goes, like, oh, like he's never he's really picky he's not never brought any girl home you're the first girl that he brought home i think i did hear that come out i was like all of this all of this does not make any sense how are y'all from staten island anyways that was my little my little nitpick about that but there were so many kids like that would have been my personal hell like there's just so many children just everywhere i'm like ugh. And that one sleeping uncle that's always farting fucking should get the Grammy for Best Supporting Actor. Like (laughs) a Grammy for Best Supporting Actor. (laughs) He just sits there and farts. It's fucking hilarious. Like (laughs) him and and the concession concession stand uh, uh, guy, you know, at the game. Yes. I honestly they could have been played by the same person. I wouldn't have known. Yeah. (laughs) yeah so all of this it's like you know now we now we know the stakes of meeting the family she's the first person that you know he's ever brought home and then you know they have like the cheesy sort of like Chantal Kravyazek music montage uh speaking of Canadian icons they have Celine Dion and now Chantal Kravyazek uh, as, you know, she's learning how to, like, ride the motorcycle and all that nonsense. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, we find out a little bit more about Andy. This is sort of like, it's like a quick run out at this point, because it's like all of the, all the shenanigans is pretty much ended, because now it's like Andy's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, things are getting real. Um, We find out a little bit more about Andy. She, like, feels her feelings after, like, her mom, or his mom, rather, hugs her. Yes. It's like... They, she cries a little bit more. There's the Chantal Kravyazik song. And then it's like she gets the invite to the party. Like she gets it. Wait, 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 wait. We skipped a very, very important scene. The shower scene. Oh, God. I'm not going to lie. I may have like skipped through a good chunk of it. The last part I skipped okay. through was I think her putting her arms up over her head. And then when I clicked back, they were in, they were like being dropped off at her hotel. Or her apartment, rather. Wow. Yes. The I think that that's a very iconic scene. Her having her hands up above her head and then him taking her tank top off for her. And then she goes and proceeds to take his top off. And I think that like the you kind of get a glimpse of uh, the real Andy in that sense because she's not acting crazy. She's letting herself feel vulnerable with him for possibly like the first or second time in this entire movie. Mm-hmm. And she now, because the first time she hinted sex was 
when she almost got caught for knowing the score of the game at that yes. vegan restaurant. And then she tries to distract him by putting his, her, her hand on his thigh and then proceeding to act all crazy then about Princess Sophia. God. <laughs> Honestly, so if I was of the male species and you named my wiener Princess Sophia, I I would not know how to react. Yeah. Well, I mean, she named the dog Krull, the the warrior king or whatever, and I was like, oh my god, this this dog looks like a rat. <laughs> It, it looks like what a chupi capybara would poo out is that dog. <laughs> yeah. It looks so mangled. It looks like it got attacked by, like, wolves and coyotes. Like, I... It looks like it got the mange, man. It looks like it has the mange. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. It looks like it got H1N1, bro. Like, it got SARS. It got swine okay? It got SARS, the swine flu, the black plague, whatever, Spanish flu. Like, that thing is not okay. Yeah, it looks like it has the mange. Like, that's all I'll say. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Why is its fur so patchy? Who shaved this dog? Oh, dude, it's it's disgusting. Oh. I would not. I'd be like, that would be one of the animals that they would show, you know, on In the, the, on the PETA website. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Sarah McLaughlin song and be like, donate now. Yes. It's like, save this dog from the kill shelter. I and like no how one they, would like, donate. wrapped it in Burberry thinking it was going to look better. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't like small dogs, but I would take the legally blonde dog oh, Chihuahua over this one any Bruiser. day. Bruiser was his name. Yeah. Bruiser, Bruiser over Curl any day. I feel like you should make that an Instagram poll. Who do you oh want, Bruiser Lord. or Curl? <laughs> the next famous BuzzFeed quiz will be this. Yes. Oh, man. But yeah, like... She then gets invited to the party. The party's theme is diamonds, I guess. Frost yourself. It's frost yourself. So dumb. Um, yes, frost yourself. And then, uh, yeah, she, like, goes. She's, like, dressed in a nice dress or whatever. He's, like. The iconic yellow silky dress. Yes. Uh, you know, the way these things happen in a yellow silky dress they pull up there's so much schmoozing i was like exhausted watching that scene i'm not even gonna lie just like schmooze 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 uh they have to like talk to all these people there's like that one what's her name mrs delauer mrs delauer is just like got her hands all over ben i'm like <laughs> and then lana lana's there and then it's like everything comes out right like this in this mm-hmm. moment, everything comes out. Like, Ben's boss, like, yes. now knows that, like, maybe uh, uh, Andy's in love with him. Like, she is. Oh, no. But now, like, he now knows about the bet, like, for the for the how to lose a guy in 10 days. And then, yeah. like, you know, it's, like, everything is a mess. Just everything is a mess. They then proceed to sing... A song that I skipped right through. I was like, I don't have time for this nonsense. Oh, that was it. Was really bad. You're so, so it's vain. Good thing that you skipped. Yes, I was. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. God, everything was terrible. I literally wrote, and I can show you so much embarrassment. So much, <laughs> um, so much embarrassment. Uh, and then I said, Why are both of them mad at each other? They're both terrible people. Um, <laughs> Hashtag truth. (laughs) I literally had written that because I was like, I don't understand why you're both mad at each other. You both played each other. You both got caught. Like, why are we mad? Like, you both got caught. Feelings. Uh, Feelings were, feelings were hurt. You know, lies were spewed. Like, they're both terrible people. I know, I see that, Chris. Both terrible. But when it comes to love... All is fair in love and war. Oh my god, I want to turn the camera off on you right now. Um, 
If I could slap you from Toronto, I would. I'm like, oh, no. What was that question? One more question. Is all fair and love and war? I'm like, oh, my God, stop talking. I hate this so much. Why is this a first date question? Who asks that? Oh, my God. Yeah, I know, man. The first, like, first date questions should be like, do you believe in secret societies? Yes. Do you believe in cannibals? Like, what about, like, what about Pluto? Why, why is it not a planet anymore? That's some sus activity. This is what it's like dating Nikki, guys. (laughs) Straight up. Um, first date I'm just like yo so do you believe in aliens like they're not green they're gray oh my god get out of my life (laughs) oh my Jesus Christ well yeah so it's like they have this big blowout and then Andy then you know because she like writes the article she's like okay I did the thing now and you said it was really good uh, to Lana Uh, Lana's then like okay, cool, pitch me your idea. And then she writes, she's like, here's this political piece that I want to write. And she's like, no, we talk about shoes and like diets. That's what we do. And I was like, girl. Yes, shoes, diets, fad, fashions, something, something. I'm just like, yo, is this what like being a woman boils down to? You think that the only thing that intrigues us is makeup, fashion, nail polish, color of the month? Like, come on. Some of us like- have interest in other things like murder mysteries, cults, science fiction, and conspiracy theories. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like we're the alternative, like, you know how there's alternative rock as a genre, you know, like there should be like an alternative feminism genre where we're like, we, we are okay with some sexist things, but not okay with everything. And like, and like, you know, we're like, we're like into conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah, I'm into that. I mean, like, I saw that Refinery29 had like a, like a, like a cult Friday or something where they like were picking it. Like, I saw that there was one about uh, uh, One Taste and I was laughing so hard. I was like, this is hilarious because I just listened to a podcast about them. I'll tell you about it later. It's dumb. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but. Pretty much, like, and then we see Michelle and Mike, like, we see Michelle get her happy ending, but she's, like, strong (gasps) now. She's like, I don't know if I want this anymore. And then she's like, no, I do. But there's, like, a second where she she was, like, super strong. Like, yes, Michelle. Yes. Yes, I am here for this. (laughs) Michelle. We love Michelle. She's such a, such a crack. I love her. And now it's, like... Andy sees this and there's like this Notting Hill chase after, you know, she's like, I'm going to move to Washington. And like, what's his name? Ben is like, I might have, I might have messed up, you know, after like hearing the article and what was actually published. Um, And he has, you know, a very Notting Hill-esque chase. He like goes to composure. They tell her, they tell him rather that she left. And now he's like, he sees her as she's like getting into a taxi. And now he's got to like, meet her there and his motorcycle which is when a motorcycle is handy because we actually see him like weave in and out of traffic i'm like oh here we go yes where was this in the first scene anyways (laughs) and he brings the stupid fern oh god (laughs) yeah and then i wrote well this got dramatic because they have that whole like conversation you're running away She's like, I'm not running away. I'm going to, I'm going to Washington to write what I want to write. And it's like this whole thing. And they have that. And then the and taxi then driver's like, yo, lady, like, what are we doing here? Am I going? What are we doing? And then. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good accent. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That's a good, like that and the taxi's accent. Yo, that's a good one. Hey, <laughs> lady. Hey, lady, are we going? What's going on? What are we doing here? And then, uh... You from New Jersey right now? Okay. <laughs> you might be from Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. I watched The Cake Boss too, man. Like... <laughs> is that reference even, like, still... Is that even still relevant? I don't know, man. I don't know. 
Is he still around? Yeah. I don't know what happened. Anyways. I don't know. I thought he got convicted for some felony or something. I don't know. I don't think he got convicted for a felony. I think he got injured. Like, I think something happened to him. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's one. I don't know. One of those things. But yeah. Anyways, back to the scene on the bridge. Yeah. So dramatic scene. And then, you know, he like pays. Ben pays off the taxi driver is like, take the lady's stuff home. And then it's like. I don't know, happily ever after. He calls bullshit on her story, pretty much. It wraps around to, like, the game bullshit that he plays with his family. Yes. It was super sentimental. It was kind of sweet, super gushy. Ugh. Yeah, and then another <laughs> Chantel Kreviazic song to uh, to uh, wrap things up. Yes. And that leads us to our, our wrap-up. <laughs> yes! Just blew through the whole third movie. act because it was so annoying, this movie. Jesus Christ. It's so cringe, and the level of sappiness of this one was oh, quite high. God, so, it was so Chris- bad, Nikki. Okay. <laughs> Cinematography. Nikki, what do we do? Uh, well, I wanted, I wanted to give it, like, a seven, and then Chris is like, nah. And she dropped it down to a two, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> who it is what was special about the cinematography of it i didn't think it looked bad it wasn't a not pass it was a pass for me i don't know man it's a 2000s movie but crazy rich asians we gave it like a 10 Uh, yeah i feel like the wedding singer we also rated really high and i think also coming to america true so like a six at best, but Chris is like, nah, this is a two. Yeah, because so like, movie was painful dokey. to get through, and looking at it didn't make anything any easier. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty cringy. <laughs> uh, casting uh, again, I I wanted to give it a little bit higher because I think Matthew McConaughey is a smoke show. Michelle was greatly cast. I don't have any quarrels with Kate Hudson, but Chris is like, nah. This is a two, well, but then I convinced <laughs> her to bump it up to a five. We met in the middle, Nikki. We met in the middle. <laughs> yes, this one. She's a little bit more generous with this one, so I'm like, okay, okay, a five. Yes, Catherine Hahn, Michelle's gets the five. Matthew McConaughey's hair gets a negative three. Oh my god, it was the look. Uh, oh my god, he looks like he 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 had a perm. And then he got caught in the rain right after. I'd run my fingers through his hair any day. It's probably crunchy. Gross. Musical. It looks soft. <laughs> it looks soft. <laughs> oh, my God. We have fun here at Editorial. Um, yes. <laughs> musical soundtrack. I gave it a four, Nikki. Yeah. Four is fair because we've we've heard all these songs before. Like, like you know... I think if we I think if we were to make an album of all rom-com like like music uh just like background music we would have a lot of repeats definitely you know yeah definitely. so I mean this one was nothing special there was a Celine Dion so a 4 out of 10 yes uh level of sappiness I said 1 Nikki said 4 so we're at 4 <laughs> Is hella sappy though, bro. Like hella sappy. Nah, dude. This was like I told you, it's like Home Alone, but for like rom coms. If anything, there was a lot of pain and anguish on both sides. I know, sides. but that's why. That's why it's sappy though. Like the fact that he like begged her to come back after she walked out with the fern, and and the whole like. I love you, but you don't know you love me. Like, that's the whole, that's basically what the whole fight was about on the stairs, you know? Ugh. It, it was just, and like the, and like the, the shower scene and like the family, meeting the family thing. Like, that was super sappy. Eh, all right, fine. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> tear jerker level was a zero because neither one of us cried. Not a single both tear. Both of us, like, skipped through pretty much 53% if anything, of this movie. It's like a negative three. Cause if anything, I got drier. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. 
you gotta you gotta be specific where did you get dry like my Both skin eyes. got dry like my skin got oh, dry okay. i it just dehydrated me how angry and stressed out i was i just got dehydrated I, okay instead of the shining in my pants it is the sahara desert <laughs> in my pants yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um that leaves us with an overall score of a three out of ten which is super fitting because I think on I think on IMDB they rated like a six out of ten and the Rotten Tomatoes was like a really bad failing percentage. So we're we're on the right track. We're on the right track. Uh we decided that we would rate this for Cramps and Cinema. Uh a bag of low sodium baked Lay's potato chips. And some for our for our non Canadian friends, um, Maynard's wine gums, uh, which is just like <laughs> if you served if if Jube Jubes had to go to their grandfather's funeral at the tender age of five, this is what it would grow up into. Yo, that is that is actually a really good analogy. <laughs> it's like Jujubes if you took all the dopamine and happiness out of them and they're just like an empty shell of a candy it's like jube jubes it's like jube jubes but then like served like not served like attended like at least three years in like the loony bin like at high maximum security like mental facility came out like still super doped up from like just all types of medication and was treated for like schizophrenia. Like this is what those gummies taste like. It was just, it's just the texture is like, it's not so much chewy as it is just a single chew. Yeah. Like your teeth goes through it on the first go, you know? Right. But then it doesn't bounce back. It doesn't have that satisfaction. It's still a gummy, but it's not like the flavors that you would want. It's some weird ass like just super not it's like um, the, satisfactory it's like the peri- taste. It's like a flavored Perrier version of a jube jube. You know, like the flavor's there, but it's not really. Yeah, it's like if you had like a warm beer on a summer's night. It's like that. Yeah, we'll go with that because I've never had that. So, yeah, listen. Right, to Nikki. and then. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to eat baked potato chips? Like, Jesus. Yeah, Nikki had put it the best way. It's like, we wanted to offer you a selection of things that you would eat if it was in front of you, but it's not what you want, you know? Exactly. It's not your first choice, but it's not like your last choice. It's kind of like you're indifferent, but you would prefer not to have it. Yeah, much like this movie. I would have preferred not to have it, but you know what? Meh. Like, if it's running in the background, you'll just let it run. It's like a rerun of Friends. Like, it's not offensive, but it's, like, there. Yeah, you know? It's something that you could do laundry to. Yeah. Yeah. And, like skip the parts that like you can skip 53% of the movie like we did and still come to the conclusion that this was just like a bag full of shit so <laughs> I'm sorry whoever <laughs> directed this movie I'm sorry yeah this was rough guys yikes yeah so that's it for us this week uh thank you guys for listening thank you guys for putting up with us for this week because this was kind of all over the place but so was this movie so Yes. I mean, it didn't really give us a lot to work with. So here we are. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you would like to send us your movie ideas, please reach out to us at editorialpodcast at gmail.com or on the, the hipstagram or the Twitter uh, at editorial. We like to hear from you guys. So send us send us the things we like we want to hear. So 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 chat with us. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. We'll see you in the next. Stay real. Stay real.